0: Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode, double dose of The Good Place. Our last season, I believe this is episodes three and four, but do not quote me. We're going to be talking about Chillaxin first, written by Aisha Muharrar and directed by Anya Adams. I gave this episode a seven out of 10. It was Okay. Uh, chillaxing supposedly being the marriage between chidi's name and relaxing hilarious that is what he is doing however in the good place since brent is not even a little bit interested in ethics so he's gonna go enjoy the nice sunshine because this is his reward right for being good and seeing as you know princeton doesn't think he needs anything but princeton we don't see brent the rest of the episode Michael and Eleanor decide to torture him using Jason as Cheetie's Eleanor, having him come clean about being a monk after introducing the two and making Cheetie kind of the big brother to his situation. He immediately gets some stomach aches with one week of Jason's craziness and eating Cheese Whiz. Gross you nasty that shit is really disgusting so people who just toss it into their mouth i do not understand i'm just like oh my god the heartburn whatever else you're doing to your body, it's just don't why why they invite them to a party where you get to throw a rock into it <laughs> look like a little sand moat and it will give you your greatest desire which for Jason, even though Cheezy tried to stop him, is a motorcycle with Pam Anderson's boobs on the side. And they clearly were meaning boobs because they would not show exactly what the photo was. Cheezy outright lies and covers for Jason, saying that he threw the rock. Both Michael and Jason are concerned that she's laying it on rather thick, taking it too far with torturing him. But she really wants that dude to break. I'm just the crazy slut with a dead husband. (laughs) She said, I want him to be hyperventilating. Finally, he comes to them admitting that he is miserable. He has to decide between an uh and an uh. (laughs) And is convinced that the universe is punishing him, which makes Eleanor begin to cry. And then he's like, I made God cry michael steps in to tell him look she's upset if anything goes bad in the neighborhood but look we can get rid of whatever that's making you miserable and he ends up stating it's the bike and they end up destroying the bike once again apparently this is not the first time jason has requested this and he becomes somewhat content deciding to teach jason moral ethics instead of just covering up his story so that gets him where he needs to be this has helped jason get over his heartbreak over janet dumping him speaking of janet she spent the episode to me rather sus one she turned her hair a whole different color and it wasn't working for her i was glad it was going the next episode to get over her breakup with jason as if she didn't do it just to put them on pause then she was giving advice on how to handle the gossip colonist john first with thinking pampering him and giving him everything he missed out on earth will somehow work and getting him interested in ethics because why would you want to become a better person when you're getting all those treats and you already think you're the best of the person you need to be to get into the good place so i don't know why she even thought that was gonna work and I do mean Tahani, she then tells her after it's been a week and nothing has happened with him to just be direct and approach him about the matter, which Tahani does, telling him, look, your shit really hurt a lot of people's feelings, and he's like, well, you're not really my true friend if you're just trying to make me feel bad and get into ethics about how my blog blog, blog, (laughs) hurt you, while debating with Janet how it all went wrong Janet tells her to hit him and offers some boxing gloves a the teams, down like a to- but Tahani comes to the realization that despite which side of the rope that they were on they both ended up alone and friendless because she was obsessed with making status and he was obsessed with taking people down And that both isolated them and why they kind of ended up the way they did so they decide to really do a clean slate even though i felt like they already said they were gonna do a clean slate before whatever we're gonna reset once again and they go for a walk instead to try to get to know each other a little bit better everyone is now on some kind of right track with tahani saying she's gonna take the lead with john because the study group is not gonna be how they reach him but trouble is on the way via the train track which leads us into the next episode tinker taylor demon spy i really like the name because <laughs> i like that movie written by core jefferson directed by morgan sackett i gave this one a 7.6 out of 10. much better than the previous one but I was like the whole Brent thing it was a little stiff in places but it just could have been how I interacted with the episode the group is playing Pictionary in an effort to get to know each other better and whatever you draw the picture comes to life which is pretty nice if you're drawing a replica of Mariah Carey's butterfly tattoo why you would write a thesis paper on that I do not know not so much if your chidi's interpretation of simone's childhood horse which comes to life and appalls absolutely everyone with its grotesqueness it even eats the butterfly and ends the night's activities brent because he's on the team with all black people trying to come up with black sayings like you go get it go on brother and simone's immediate Hell to the no to the no no no, Hell, no, no to the no no it's exactly how you handle that dude he keeps trying to take women to lunch to talk about their future by having them have sex with him and he drinks all the time apparently as well the other most hilarious scene is when they were realizing they were touching sex objects in Derek's room Glenn shows up the demon to claim political asylum accusing Michael of not being the real Michael but Vicky in a Michael suit Seeing as he developed said Michael suit, he also knew something happened on the train because he uh, saw that Sean was happy and toasting the guy that was impersonating Linda, and so he's come to say that Sean is mean, and he's come to help them up so they will reboot the experiment. Well, I don't even know what he meant because he didn't say really what he wanted. I'm just guessing he wanted political asylum. But knowing this, if Michael really is Vicky, they would have to reboot the experiment, which would start everything back over again. The group have several back and forths about it. Seeing as Michael did tell several lies about Sean having even made the demon suit and about his panic attack, the reason for it. And then the third lie so now he's in the timeout corner (laughs) because he can't be trusted glenn apparently only knew half the information coyly passed between the demons janet is tasked with making a lie detector test but it just ends up blowing glenn up leaving everyone covered in his blue goo despite glenn's elimination eleanor still can't find herself to trust michael or if she does trust him she will always doubt because that seed has been planted and decides to call the judge and reset the experiment without their biggest asset in Cheaty. Speaking of Cheaty, Eleanor did get some one-on-one time with her love as he tries to perfect his horse drawing. She gives him some food and words of wisdom before heading back where Michael decides that he's going to blow himself up instead of reveal himself A because he would one effectively ruin the whole entire experiment since there's no way once he's out of his skin suit that the humans in the experiment won't see what the hell is going on but more importantly he does not want his friends seeing him being a fireworm with a lot of teeth and tentacles and he just can't allow them to see him in such a way so he decides to end his life instead because we learned earlier that demons don't die they just take a few months to reanimate or you know put themselves back together it's a whole process apparently they also have to be ceo of a tech company or something like that or of a or did he say um social media (laughs) ceo of a social media company this convinces eleanor this is the real michael and shocker of all shockers it's jason who figures out that janet is the imposter I like it would be something that Jason would recognize too because Janet is, you know, his girl and he's always, you know, despite not seeming like it, (laughs) has his sweet spot for her and he's like, yeah, you always or she always corrected me when I call her a girl, like I'm like your girl, she'd be like, I'm not a girl, so I thought that was a smart way to uh, unveil her. And it would be someone who would know her the best. She's been the saboteur all along, and this was Sean's plan all along that almost worked until Glenn defected. Now she's in cuffs. I don't know if they're magical cuffs, but it felt as if they were trying to save their magical cuffs. Michael and Jason are now gonna go head to the bad place to rescue Janet, who's been marvelized and possibly sock Sean in the face because he stole his lady even though he said the idea he just didn't i mean god bless his soul there were a few lines that i did laugh out loud that i have to give to jason this episode it's like if you were a devil why aren't you wearing prada you're so dumb you are really dumb for real and when eleanor suggests getting glenn drunk so that he will spill all his truths she asked what goes best with pig urine, and he immediately, without hesitation, said coconut rum. He needs some milk! You know, only an android could love a man like that. And that was our two episodes this week. No feedback, so if you want to join in the next conversation on the next two episodes, Black Girl Couch at gmail.com You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time. Peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.